the title aloud, A Journey to Old Japan. Oh, wow, we've been to Japan before, said Annie. Before we met you, Jack said to Teddy and Kathleen, we had an adventure with ninjas. Yes, Morgan told us, said Teddy, but she said that on that journey you visited the countryside. This time you must travel to the capital city. Are you guys coming with us? asked Annie. I am afraid not said Kathleen. We must return to Camelot now to help Morgan. Since Merlin has fallen ill, she has taken on much of his work. You have the wand, do you not? asked Teddy. Yep, said Jack. He reached into his backpack and took out the wand of Dianthus. The spiraled wand was shaped like a unicorn's horn. With the help of the wand, you will make your own magic, said Teddy. That's what Merlin said when he gave it to us, said Annie. But he didn't say how, said Jack. It is very simple, said Teddy. The wand has three rules. First, it only works for the good of others. The wand can never be used for selfish reasons. Second, the wand works only after you have tried your very hardest without its help, said Kathleen. Do not attempt to use its magic too quickly. And third, the wand only works with a command of five words, said Teddy, so you must choose your words carefully. Can we review all that, please? asked Jack. Don't worry, I've got it, said Annie. We have to go. We have to help Merlin as soon as we can. If the treehouse takes us to Japan, how will you go back to Camelot? Jack asked Teddy and Kathleen. Teddy and Kathleen held up their hands. They each wore a sparkling blue ring. Our magic rings will take us home, said Kathleen. And this book from Camelot's library will bring you back home to Frog Creek, said Teddy. After you have completed your mission. He picked up another book lying in a corner. It was the book about Pennsylvania that Jack and Annie had used on their first magic treehouse adventures. Thanks, said Jack. Goodbye, said Annie. Take good care of Merlin. We will try, said Kathleen. She and Teddy raised their magic rings to their lips. They whispered words too softly for Jack and Annie to hear, then blew on the rings. As they blew, the young sorcerers began to fade into the cool morning air. In a moment, they had disappeared completely. Silence filled the treehouse. Annie turned to Jack. Ready? she said. Jack nodded. He pointed to the cover of the Japan book. I wish we could go there, he said. The treehouse started to spin. It spun faster and faster. Then everything was still. Absolutely still. Chapter 2. The Imperial Garden Jack opened his eyes. Soft morning light shone across the floor of the treehouse. Pink flowers bloomed on a branch outside the window. Jack and Annie were wearing brown baggy pants and brown silk robes with blue sashes. On their feet were stiff white socks and straw sandals. Jack's backpack had turned into a burlap bag. Are we wearing bathrobes? asked Jack. I think they're called kimonos, said Annie. Oh, right, said Jack. Where'd we land exactly? Jack and Annie looked out the window. Below the treehouse was a beautiful garden filled with cherry trees and long-leafed willows. 
a waterfall tumbled into a sparkling green pool. Wow, said Annie. Jack opened the Japan book and found a painting that looked like the garden. He read aloud to Annie. In the 1600s, the imperial garden surrounded the imperial palace in the capital city of Japan. The city was called Edo. In the mid-1800s, its name was changed to Tokyo. Tokyo, said Annie. I've always wanted to go to Tokyo. Me too, said Jack. He read on. The late 1600s in Japan were years of peace and prosperity. Art and culture thrived. But it was a time when the country was completely closed to the outside world. No one was allowed to come in. The citizens of Edo were frequently checked to make sure they had passports. What's a passport exactly? said Annie. It's an official booklet that says who you are, said Jack.